this morning, and the Lord was like, hmm, not sure if I quite want you to do that. So we might just kind of have to go with the flow. So I hope you're okay with that. Um, <laughs> um, but let's pray first, because more than anything, I don't want my words to just come and land in your heart. I want his words through me to come and land in your heart. Um, so if you want to put out your hands like you're ready to catch, put your hands over your heart, your head, wherever you feel like you need to receive today. And we're just going to invite um, God to come and speak to us. So... Father God, Jesus, the Son, and our friend, Holy Spirit, our helper and power, we love you so much. Will you come and speak to our hearts, our minds, our whole bodies today? Will we capture some truth? Will we be stirred by your um, beauty? May your glory fall into us and want to make places that have become impure pure. May our whole bodies and whole lives um, be a little bit closer to you today. We're expectant to see you move in power. We've already seen you move in power this morning, and we're expectant just that you have a little bit more that you want to give us. So God, we stand before you humbly. We love you so much. And Lord, will you just, the words I say, will those that you want to land, land, and those that don't, just throw away and let them be forgotten. <laughs> Amen. Oh man, amazing. I'd like to start with a little um, kind of a picture. Um, well, it's not really a picture. It's a bit of a, a, a thing like this. So I wonder, uh, Andy, can you come and help me actually? So Andy, um, this is about kind of faith and trust. So we're, like, we know each other. I feel like you maybe do trust me a little bit, I hope. Um, but with that, there's a few things. So we're just going to practice to see how far your faith and trust Goes. Is that all right? Okay, so first of all, Andy, can you do uh, five star jumps with me? Ready? One, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. Well, um, the effort wasn't great, but you did it. Um, okay, Andy, can you um, tap your head and rub your tummy? Yeah, yes, nice, nice, nice. Okay, um, for this one, I'm going to give you two cups. I would like you to put your hands outstretched wide like this. Amazing. I'm going to give you these two cups to hold with how you're holding it, is that all right? So one there, hold, one here, hold, brilliant. Um, and then I have some water, it's just normal water, so much so like, it's just normal water, there's nothing fancy. I'm gonna pour a little bit of water into each one. Okay, ready? Okay, and this side. Honestly. Um, right, I'm going to take this one. You're going to take that one. Right, Andy, watch me carefully. Okay, this is what you're going to do. So, you're going to put, put it on top of your head. But no, 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 you're holding it. Yeah, no, not yet. Oh, not yet. Watch and then learn, pad one. Okay. Right, on your top of your head. Close your eyes and then turn around slowly and then back out like that. You got it? Okay. I mean, if you want to, that's fine. Close your eyes and then turn around. Hand out. Yeah, okay. Then, Andy, this is about faith and trust, okay? He's doing pretty well, isn't he? Okay, um, when we count to three, Andy, we're going to tip our water over the top of our heads. Yeah? Yeah? Okay, you got it. It's fine. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? I trust you. Okay, do you trust me? Yeah. Okay, right, we're going to count down to three, two, one, and then we're going to do it. Okay, three, two, one, go. Guys, can you count us in? Okay, get ready. Three, two, one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I actually got more of a drip of water than you did on that one. Thanks, Andy. You're amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> 
amazing. So that was a little bit, I actually did get wet. That's not fair, that's not how it was supposed to go. <laughs> Typical. Anyway, it's fine, I'm sweaty and wet with the Lord. Brilliant, so glad. Okay, these are recorded, Holly, let's focus. Right, so our passage today, as I said, nicely spread out, and it's about the truth of the gospel. So last week, James did a story about the parable of the sower, and how when the truth of the Lord lands in particular soils, what happens to it? And how we can make ourselves to have good soil to land in, but also how we need to have faith that we keep on planting and sowing those seeds, that at some point, the people that we're speaking and sowing into, they'll plant really well. Um, so, as I'm going to talk, I am hope I'm going to be interesting, but if I'm not, kids, what we have over here is a roll of paper. On the roll of paper, if you would like to, I'd love you to draw anything that you think what faith is, what faith and trust is like, or capture any pictures that you feel God is saying to you that we can then share with everyone else after. Is that all right? Great. So if any kids want to do that, do you want to quickly put out your hands like this? We're just going to pray for you that you're going to catch what heaven wants you to say to us. Is that all right? So, Father God, we thank you for these precious young ones. Thank you that their minds are like sponges for your kingdom. And we just say right now, God, will you drop in them pictures or words that they can write and draw that then we all together can learn more about who you are and what having faith and trust in you looks like. Amen. Amen. So, I mean, anyone else, you're welcome to go as well, um, if your attention span is too short, like mine is. Um, but amazing. So, first point. So the gospel is such good news, isn't it? Like, it is such, such good news. It's the news of how creator God created the whole world because he wants to be in relationship with us. He created the whole of everything that we know today because he wanted to know us. He created us so that we could be in partnership with him and with one another to show his great love for everyone. But then sin crept into the world. People started not trusting God. People, um, Adam and Eve started getting disillusioned by what they thought God was and if he was someone that could be trusted. And from that seed of untrust became deception and then everything icky just came into the world after. But that was not God's original plan. And he came throughout all of the Old Testament, through all of this, you see how he is chasing after us. He's wanting to come and bring his people back closer. And he tries many, 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 many different ways. He tries actually bringing his presence. He sets them free from Egypt. And again, and again, and again, he sets them free. He brings in leaders to try and lead the way. And then the people either don't listen or the leaders get corrupted. And he tried so many different ways, but he knew ultimately that then he was going to come and send Jesus. Jesus who came as a baby born in a stable, not a throne room. Jesus who came because he wants to speak life and truth in the world which doesn't have any. Jesus who came to heal every single person that he came and interacted with. Jesus who cast out demons. Jesus who brought the truth from the kingdom of heaven onto earth. Jesus the topsy-turvy who turned everything on its head. That's who our Jesus is. Jesus, who then took his body, his flesh, all that he was as fully man and fully God, and he died on the cross for us. 
He took it so then we could be in perfect relationship with the Father through when we go to him and we seek his forgiveness. And he takes all of the rubbish, puts it on himself so we can have a free line, um, nothing stopping us, entrance into the throne room. That's who our Jesus is. And then he rose again three days later because he conquered all of the stuff. He conquered it. We stand on the victory of what he has already laid out. Everything that comes our way, that battles, and we will, we do get them. He's already defeated them. He's already had victory over them. And that's where we get to stand. And that's where we get the choice of whether we say yes to him or whether we say no. And it's that kind of black and white. (laughs) He doesn't like any of this in between. So today, these passages are showing different ways of how he wants us to live in the yes, to live in the following, so then other people can live in the following. To stand in the white, not in the darkness. To stand in the light and not be hidden. So that goes to our first one of the light and the lamp. And I don't know if... All these lights, it's such a visual, beautiful image that is so simple that all ages can understand. If you light a light, don't hide it, because then it's not going to work. Like, <laughs> it's just not going to. I just went camping in new wine. Thankfully, my tent survived. Thank you, Jesus. Um, it was horrible weather. Um, but I have a blackout sleeping part, which was great for the morning, so I didn't wake up at 3 a.m. Um, but it is, like, dark. So until, unless I turned my light on, I couldn't actually see anything inside it because that's what it was. But as soon as I turned the light on, everything was seen. It's such a beautiful image of what it is. And Jesus, he calls himself the light of the world and he places part of him in us. So then he calls us to be the light of the So if we don't show our light of who Jesus is to the world, we are stopping Jesus from being Jesus. We're stopping Jesus from being that light in the darkness through us. And remember right at the beginning, he wanted to do everything in us and with us and through us. And we're stopping that because we, fear creeps in. And I'm saying this to myself, guys, you know, going into the co-op and not actually telling someone, hey, you're looking beautiful today. You know, just speaking that light into the darkness is what he, he calls us to. That little experiment, what you didn't know until Andy looked inside, was inside there was a bit of a nappy, clean nappy, you'll be glad to hear. But that absorbed all the water. But it was hidden. If I told Andy straight ahead, being like, Andy, don't worry, there's something inside that's going to take up all the water. You're not going to get a drop on you. I will instead. But you're not going to get a drop on you. He would have been so confident, be like, oh yeah, look at this, I'm shaking it upside down, unless the actual nappy bit falls out and then you just get a a splodge on top of you. That's not good. It's gaffer taped in, it should be fine. Um, But but it was hidden and he didn't know that. So it's our choice of whether we shine that light out to everyone else in the world. In the passage, it talks, like the words that he's saying, hold on, let me get it up. Um, No one, after lighting the lamp, hides it, puts it under the bed, but puts it on a lampstand. So it's active words that we get a choice to actually do. He doesn't hide it, we hide it. (laughs) he, He doesn't put it under the bed, we put it under the bed. But we can put it on the stand, and it's already lit It's not like we're trying to light it ourselves because the good news is light in itself because it's Jesus and he's the light of the world. Praise the Lord. (laughs) So that's that one. And then the second part of our passage was about Jesus' mother and brothers. And they came in and they were trying to get to Jesus and they're like, hey, I'm Jesus' mom. This is Jesus' bro. Like, you know, we need to get to Jesus. 
But actually, Jesus, it's like, hey, like, they're not the only ones who are my mothers and brothers. What does he say? He said, my mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. It's not just a select few. It's not just those who have a certain surname or have a certain amount of money or live in a certain type of house or have a certain amount of job. There isn't a job, God doesn't put a CEO over a waitress. (laughs) Actually, sometimes it's kind of the opposite. (laughs) But he doesn't care about those stuff. He doesn't care about the titles. He doesn't care if so-and-so is speaking or so-and-so is speaking. He actually wants to know, do they know the word and will they do it? Will they know the word that God's placed within them that he's given us through this and actually then do what he says he's doing? (laughs) That's who he sees as his mother and his brothers, are people who know him and know his heart. People who aren't just, who don't just know him in mind, but know him in heart and body and spirit and die to the flesh because they want to take the kingdom body and to flow in that. That's who he says his mother and brothers are. To capture the truth of that gospel and then to do what it says wherever we go. That's quite a short one. Um, and Jesus coming the storm, I think everyone in this room probably knows that story. So I hope what my words are going to say don't belittle what you've already had revelation in, but me, it's me just sharing what God has revealed to me, and therefore for you to catch what you need to catch with it. So they're on a bo- So the disciples, they're on the boat. Jesus falls asleep, and then a storm comes. But here, like, it's not just a little wind and rain that I probably experienced at New Wine while my tent was, you know, rattling. It says the windstorm swept down the lake and the boat was filling with water and they were in danger. Like, they were actually in danger. (laughs) It wasn't just a little bit of water coming in. And these were like fishermen, most of them were fishermen who had been spending their whole life on the water and they felt they were in danger because they were in danger. That's what it says in all of, in this passage is also in Matthew and in Mark and it says that they were like their life was in peril or their life was in danger. So it was actually a dangerous situation in that. And therefore in the, and they go running to Jesus. They go shouting to Jesus, "Master, master, we're perishing." They ran to him. And I feel like that's just affirmation for us that when we feel our lives are in that danger in whichever way, shape, or form, we can go to Jesus in it. (laughs) We don't need to try and do it all of ourselves. He actually wants us to go running to him. That we're allowed to be human because Jesus was also human. (laughs) He was also man. And in that situation, that danger was real. And therefore, we're allowed to go to him. We're allowed to go to him when anxiety entraps us. We're allowed to go to him when there's a situation in our family where we have literally no idea what's going to happen. We can go to him when our health is failing. We can go to him. Whatever it is, we can go to him in it. Then with that, Jesus also then reveals himself as both man and God. So he sleeps. (laughs) That's quite a human thing. I imagine like, you know, a God on earth wouldn't need to sleep. You know, you see all these other TV shows and stuff where, like, the demigods or, you know, the Avengers or whatever. I can't imagine any of them sleeping. But Jesus slept because he was fully man. 
Yeah, fully, yeah, fully man. But he was also then fully God because he then speaks to the waves. Let's see. He says, he woke up and rebuked the wind and the raging waves and they ceased and there was calm. I don't know about you. I can't do that. <laughs> we weren't supposed to do that. But he was showing his divine nature and power in that situation. God was revealing himself as both man and God in the middle of a boat, in the middle of a storm, surrounded by his very human, very scared friends. And therefore, that we can do the the same. Then Jesus asks this question, where is your faith? I've always struggled with that, being like, oh, I mean, Jesus, they were actually like in real danger. Like, (laughs) Ah, um, but here, in this passage, and in the other passages, they look at like where it, like you have so little faith. But I love what Luke's picked up on here is where is your faith? It's the present tense. It wasn't necessarily in that moment. It's like where is your faith now? So you see me as man, and now you see me as God. Where is your faith? And you see the mind ticking of that in the disciples because then they say, that who then is this that he commands even the winds and the water that they obey him? At this moment, Jesus is showing us the reality that he is who he says he is. That everything he was saying in the parable of the sower and pouring, you know, everything else in Luke of um, different ways that he's been healing the sinful woman, um, meeting the messages with, um, from John the Baptist, healing the centurion, all of that, we then see him activate both parts of his nature in this moment. And I wonder if it is actually a genuine question, whether he's going, hey, guys, like, I've, taught, I've been speaking to you. You've heard everything that I've said. You've heard everything that I've done. So where is your faith now? Is it in the storms that are very real and very visceral and very and they will be plentiful. Are they just sat in that, or are they sat with me in that? Are they sat with me in the knowing that he is the one who speaks to the wind and the waves and they cease? He doesn't just speak to them, he rebukes them (laughs) and then brings his peace. That he's inviting us to have our faith in the reality of the kingdom of heaven, not the kingdom of the world. (laughs) And in that, it just shows even more how much we really need Jesus. (laughs) That's quite a, you probably say that about every passage of the Bible, but I kind of love that. (laughs) There's a children's Bible called the Jesus Storybook Bible, and um, the tagline of it is, every story whispers his name. And I love that because every story does whisper his name. Every story, whether Jesus is in it or not, whispers the name of the truth of the whole gospel, which we looked at earlier. That we really need his light of his truth to be able to be bold and to stand, to be light in the world, to reveal his light to the world. We need his intimacy and his relationship to know and to be known and to draw others to him. We need to know him and who he says we are, not who we're trying to be for him. He just wants us. And we need to know that he understands our humanity, but to know that his divine nature and power in all of the ways with that. 
So there was a few, thing, a few people that I feel like God wanted to pray and release for, but actually right now I just want us to end with just catching what he is saying to you individually in that. Where, whether there was something that he was stirring your heart in, whether there was a truth that you needed to hold on to, whether it's something totally different and he just wants to spend time with you now. Oh, so great. So I'm just going to invite you to, to close your eyes, put your hands out if you want to. Nothing special about those, just closing your eyes makes you less distracted <laughs> and to focus on him or imagine him. And hands is just as a sign that you want to receive what he wants to give you. So Holy Spirit, we just thank you for the truth that, is, that comes through your word. We thank you that you are the light in our darkness and you are the light of the whole world. We are sorry when we've hidden you. Come and show us your light now. Jesus, thank you that you call us to be so close to you. Thank you that you don't care about names and statuses and jobs or anything like that. You just care about our hearts. Jesus, thank you that you are, you are fully human and you are fully God. That you are with us in each of the storms. Will you just come and speak to us right now if there's something you want us to activate in our faith today? Because today I feel he wants us to activate, take a step in saying yes to something. Where would you like us to step out in faith today? We'd love to pray for some of those who would like to respond in that way as well today. So I'm going to, there's three different ones that um, I felt God wanted to, to kind of release and speak over intentionally today. Um, so I'll say all three of them first. And if one of those, or all of them, <laughs> is you, we just want to invite you to come to the front. Just as an act of faith of stepping closer to Jesus if you're able to. If you rather stay in your seat, then God sees you in that as well. <laughs> so I feel, if you feel that, um, that your faith, you want your faith to be more full of his light, <laughs> whether that it's something in your workplace, that you want the good news of the, of the gospel or sharing to shine out even more, that you don't want it to be hidden where you've, it might have just accidentally almost slipped behind a sofa sort of thing. You didn't intentionally do it. But God wants to bring you to be that light into that place where you are. The next one is for uh, faith for those who want to be kindred with Jesus, even closer, to hear and to do the word and not to get entangled by thinking that they do have the name or they don't have a name or they don't have that status, but actually Jesus just wants to know your heart to come forward and just to say I just want to be deepened in relationship with you Lord and for those who have significant storms going on like it is you feel like you are in that boat right now 
that you just need to be reminded of God's human nature, but also his divine nature and his divine power in that and to speak in that. So if any of those kind of relate and you want to, to step forward as a sign of, um, yeah, of anything, we just invite you to come forward now. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah.